Oh boy. You we, strap you on your slabs. <laughs> buckle up. This is a wild, wild story. So John Anthony Walker Jr. What a name. What a name. Also known as Johnny Walker. Was born on July 28th, 1957 in Washington, D.C. Shortly after dropping out of high school, on May 27, 1955, he and a high school friend staged a series of burglaries and made out with two tires, four quarts of oil, six cans of cleaner, and three dollars cash. What a, what a steal. <laughs> what a steal. In this economy, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, this is back when, the 60s, right now. Yeah, 1957. You hold on to those things, yeah. it's a great investment. <laughs> Today's money. They managed to escape during a high-speed police chase, but were captured two days later. Johnny was offered either imprisonment or the military. He chose to enlist in the Navy. This motherfucker. <laughs> okay, you steal things, and now we want you to work for the government. Right? Yeah. Isn't that really, crazy how that works, logically. though? You'll find out how that completely fucked everything up. You should have <laughs> this, this is like <laughs> this, foreshadowing. This foresh- foreshadowing for the If debauchery. the story ended with him going to jail, there would be not be a podcast about him. Exactly. Yeah, I can point. tell you that. Keep going, I'm sorry. <laughs> um... When he enlisted, he came in as a radioman, and in eight years, he made chief. So he made he came up the ranks pretty fucking, pretty quick. That's pretty fast. Yeah, wow. really fucking fast. Um, saucy with it. He met his wife, Barbara Crowley, and he had four kids. He tried to open a bar with his wife, but it failed and sent him into debt. Shortly after, he received top-secret clearance to work with crypto on submarines. All of these things are totally logical. Yeah, right. right? Normal, right? Oh, you're life. in debt? Oh, here, here, handle crypto. Can we yeah. back up really quickly? There was a high speed chase, and all he did was steal like $100 worth of goods. Not even $100 worth I'm of just goods. Like, Two tires, right, some just oil, generally. So, like, car cleaner, and $3 yeah, cash. Why was there a high speed chase involved? That feels like, did the cops not have anything else? They didn't realize on? what he was stealing when they got uh, there. Okay, like, and when oh. they got him, and then they're like, okay, oh, this you're, isn't you're that just bad. a petty thief. Join you're the Navy. Just... <laughs> petty thief? You wanna, here's you wanna a job. List? <laughs> <laughs> you seem to have a lot here, of Here, here, you're a chief now. <laughs> Sign here and here and <laughs> Yeah. Okay, sorry, keep going. Alright, anyways. He was later purport, uh, re- promoted to warrant officer and was in charge of communications at Com Sublant in Norfolk, Virginia, where he was assigned with running the entire communications center for the submarine force. How much time has passed since he was uh, eight years and one week. Yeah, about <laughs> eight to ten years. Okay, all right, okay. That's I thought you were going to say like, you know, like a year and a half. His <laughs> wife has four kids, gets promoted. Yeah, loses a bar, yeah. makes rank. <laughs> in late 1967, distraught over his financial difficulties, he went to the Soviet embassy in Washington, D.C. and sold top secret documents and negotiated a salary to spy for Russia for about 500 to to $1,000 a week. This is what starts the spy ring. So he's working for the U.S. government, yes. spying on Russia. Spying on Russia. With, for $1,000 no, a week. No, spying no, no, no. Spy for America. Russia. So, on America. On America. Yeah. Selling American secrets to Russia. Because they've done nothing good for me To help in my pay life. for his debt. Not a lot of money either. Yeah, wait. Well, back, how much back debt then could you possibly be lot, in? But I would have like a lot. Yeah. But how much debt was he in generally? Like $50,000? About 500 to $1,000 a week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Enough. That's what he negotiated for. Fucking, he could have bumped those numbers up, right? right? <laughs> they were like, Accounting for inflation, it's like four to eight thousand. It says on Wikipedia. Oh, twenty twenty one. That's that's not not a lot of money. Yeah, that's not not. I wouldn't be mad about it. Plus his warrant officer pay. 
Oh, we still that Yeah, plus he's still being though. paid warrant officer. So From his regular... Like that, his Navy job. job. Yeah. yeah. His actual job Bastard. of not damaging. Yeah. You know. Sounds like crime actually does pay. That's what I've learned thus far, but keep going. <laughs> Walker continued to sell secrets until he retired in 1983, but to allow him to continue his to continue to sell secrets after his retirement, he befriended Seaman Jerry Whitworth to provide him with intel until Jerry's retirement shortly after. Walker managed to recruit his older brother James Walker, who was a military contractor and who was also prior enlisted Navy. He was a lieutenant commander. And his son, Michael Lance Walker, who was also enlisted in the Navy. He tried to recruit his youngest daughter, who was enlisted in the Army, but she quit her military career after being pregnant and wanted to be a mother. And not wanting to be a criminal. Yeah, yeah and not like wanting to be a criminal. criminal like right? like so a like, normal you know person. I actually, I actually like if she wasn't expecting, she would have been the spy ring. Well, she was like, well. how much do they Probably. pay? And then she's like, eh. Yeah. 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 I'd rather I'd a husband to do that for me. <laughs> I need to be involved in the crime. <laughs> um, after Walker and his wife got divorced, Barbara told the FBI of his involvement in selling secrets to Russia, and he was arrested on May 20th, 1985. Barbara was not prosecuted because of her role in disclosing the ring. But she, had they been caught, she would have been in trouble. Oh, yeah. But she was like, you know what, I'm going to get ahead of this. I'm a, so, divorce. Right. <laughs> divorce. Tell. Here he is, boys. <laughs> yeah. 1985, correct? So that yeah. that's a span of 20 years, right? So right. when he was... So literally, right? Uh, fucking in debt. And he's like, fuck this shit. I'm going to the embassy. Russia... Or so the embassy... He went to the United States embassy? No, no, no. The Russia. Soviet, the Soviet yeah. embassy in Washington, D.C. He goes to the Russian embassy in D.C. And is like, yo, I need cash. Here is you, some secret documents. I'm a this is just a snitch. just a little taste, you know. Yeah, but I can do more for a thousand dollars a week. Like, we imagine even if like. And they were like, "Yeah, go ahead and drive back to your house, and we'll just keep this on the low." It seems pretty like ridiculous at the time, also, for this dude to like randomly come in and was like, "Yo, I'm willing to sell you secrets," and they're like, "What? This is obviously well, a yeah, trick." Why, why did Russia like, why the fuck sign we, up for that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they validated those secrets. They, they couldn't, like, decrypt them, but they had, like, I guess, like, part A of the puzzle, right? Like, yeah. here's a bunch of codes. Do with them as you will. Yeah, so what he was selling was, like, um, like crypto codes or uh, he was selling, like, maintenance manuals for equipment. Russia was able to use that as, like you said, part A of said puzzle. But what they needed was the actual equipment itself. They had the codes to use the equipment and the the intel to use it, but they didn't have the actual equipment. All they had was maintenance manuals, and they couldn't build the equipment themselves. Okay. So, oh, we're leading into that? Yes. How did uh, he give them this information? How did he get it? to them he like, just walked in like yeah, he, he had like an envelope so, of like yeah. things and he was he would like put them in the envelopes and, and leave them at, at this at locations that they would okay. disclose so like at, like the, the manual or whatever he like put it in an envelope and then like leave it somewhere and then yeah. somebody russian mm-hmm. would come by and pick it up and the way that uh how they, they caught him, him money the fbi caught him they were um spying on him and they were watching where he would leave this stuff and they would pick it up before like the rest, rush would yeah and then how were they getting him funds how was he getting paid without them knowing the irs didn't exist yet or like no that i'm just kidding <laughs> i don't, I don't kidding. know how he came of his money how it got to him so this this led so we lost a navy ship 
it was a comm ship. So right, yeah. so they have these documents. They're like we don't know how to you put this to use. Back in 1968, we had the USS Pueblo, yeah. a Navy Intel comm ship, was seized by the North Korean government. They they lost sailors. Like yeah. sailors were killed. Oh my god! But like, <laughs> how did they see? Like, was there like a battle, like a fight of some sort? And then they, they like, just seized control of the yeah. They the just vessel? took Wait, the ship. Where was it? Yeah, when they seized it. Like, Somewhere near North Korea. Yeah, by, by North Korea, and they're like, yeah. you're, "You're mine." Now. This is mine now. <laughs> it was in international waters nearby. I just find it hard to believe the that ship. They, they just they, like got it. Like, did they they on board? They just were so like, "We North we Korea surrender. seized the ship with help of Russia because Russia wanted the intelligence communications equipment that was on the USS Pueblo. Right. It was in they Japan. Had manuals and whatever to that now they decode. have part A and part B of the puzzle. God. The Pueblo left uh Yakuska heading to Sasebo on January 11, 1968 and she was transiting in the Sea of Japan. They started they had a, I, the details feel important because like how these things happen it feels like not a real thing until you say the details like there was a ship or there was a vessel like headed towards North Korea and North Korea like acquired the the, yeah. the vessel and like then they were able to use the information that they got from this guy to decode. What does a comm ship look like? Like do they have guns and shit or like Yeah, like why like, weren't they, they yeah. that's uh, that's what I don't understand. I don't know what a communication ship would look like back in 1968, but I'm, I'm sure. Or from this event, maybe USS other things well. happen. Like you know, the yeah. ship got taken. Oh, uh, that looks easy to steal. <laughs> that, oh that's easily stealable, takeable. Yeah, that's like a. Oh, that's. Yeah. You it's talk like, about it like it's a Honda Civic. You're like, ah, oh, that's easy. So to apparently, steal. it started off as a U.S. Army cargo vessel. And then it got transferred to the Navy, and then it became a communications yeah, research vessel. Okay. It's tiny. So it's not only is it old, but it definitely has no do, weapons on it. Yeah, yeah no way of like, travel like, fighting alone. Back. Like, there's no other. I don't know how that works, or like maybe you can't tell us that. It, maybe because they it, were like secret stuff, they kind of were. Riding it, it depends on like the type of vessel it is. Okay, and like what they're carrying or yeah. what their mission is. Okay, we can keep going, but this this is helpful. Oh, understand. there's pictures online of the sailors. Like walking with their hands up, like they just got captured. <laughs> Somebody wow. pulled out their iPhone, like this is okay. important. Anyways, uh, Jerry Whitworth was sentenced to 365 years in prison. Arthur Walker, so uh, Johnny Walker's older brother, right. was sentenced to three lifetimes. Michael Walker was sentenced to 25 years, but he later testified to receive a, a reduced sentence. He was released for parole in February of 2000. Johnny Walker was sentenced to life in prison. He died on August 24th, 2014, while incarcerated at FCC Butler. He was eligible for parole in 2015. That is Natural the story of, of Johnny Walker. Well, that was greatly he... skimmed over, but he... sure. <laughs> sure. The most damaging spider in the U.S. Right. But that's, right. what, that's what the discussion is about. Also, he, he died of stage 4 throat cancer and diabetes. Oh, wow. That's... Good. Yeah, <laughs> fuck that motherfucker. I, this is I, like, yeah, I was gonna say I don't really know how to. The height. That of sounds it. awful, but like, but this he deserved it. Honestly. He is the reason why our job is so hard now. Okay, go into detail about that. What do you mean? So some of the stuff that he would sell to Russia was that the way U.S. submarines track Russian submarines is via cavitation. 
like you know what cavitation is like fucking bubbles and fucking now I know in I the know water bubbles. yeah okay change of pressure yeah, yeah, yeah. in water yeah that's that's what cavitation is and that's what they used to all, track all ships. propellers in the water that they make cavitation and that's what u.s submarines use to track russian submarines and so, he them but it, it was much like, more than that though yeah, like yeah. other than like it, it it revealed all their acoustic vulnerabilities right like they had no yeah. idea that right their propellers were so bad uh the oh. types of radiant noise they were they knew the location of all our subs and where they travel as well they knew this from that information yes. like how were they tracking u.s vessels and ships uh via the intelligence that johnny walker would give them like okay 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 so like so prior to these this, boats are going to be here right the, the u.s like had that. a leg up basically yeah. like we're able to use sonar like all these things and then he gave that information to russia and now now they have it during they, the yeah. cold war during, the cold, they, during yeah, like, the cold war the height of the cold war bastard <laughs> yeah and all these people that he recruited too like his fucking student jerry whitworth jerry a thousand dollars a week doesn't student. feel like enough yeah for that information I'm just saying, like, I'm not saying I would do it, but I mean, like, if I were in his shoes, I'd be like, no, fuck that. And this it's dude like, was in the game for so long, for 20 years, and then he got out, and he's like, I'm going to get my son into it now, who's a fucking little seaman on an yeah, aircraft carrier. And he's like, yo. Seaman on the Nimitz. All you got to do is take some papers from the Nimitz and keep keep the supply coming. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, his, his wife fucking hated it, right? So she, when they divorced... Um, she was like, fuck this dude. And he's a fucking terrible father, piece of shit husband. Yeah, because he. This guy. Th- yeah. They, they got divorced, one, because of the spy ring and because he was an alcoholic and abused her. Jeez, so this guy yeah. is a piece of shit. Trash. Like an absolute mm. piece of shit. But, like, how much of this did she know prior to divorcing him? Like, what was that timeline? The she, only she thing that she knew was that she didn't know that her son was also involved. She has even said that she would not have like told the fbi about johnny walker if she had known that her son was also involved why did she keep it quiet for so long like i feel like that because he was an abusive piece of shit so she was afraid that if she said something he was gonna if she said something theoretically wouldn't they just go to jail and then like i don't know suffer the consequences i mean the gravity of the situation is pretty pretty immense also well also i guess if if she knows that he's doing this, then Russia knows that she knows. Like, theoretically, they know that he has a wife and a family. Yeah. Right? So that's a level of danger. Like, I wouldn't... I don't know. That's complex. Very complex situation. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Not even that much money. Realistically. I mean, if it's like $4,000 a week in okay, their, their time, that's like $200,000 a year. That's pretty... $200,000 a year right now is not... That's pretty... That's a lot of money. It's not not a lot of money, but it's not actually getting you that... It's it's nothing to scoff at, but like... It's not to, like... To, to I mean, it's also the situation. supplementary income to his normal... Yeah. Right, but yeah. apply it to it's the additional. situation. To the situation that we're talking about. I, I don't think that's a lot uh, of money. Like I think to yeah. survive today, if somebody's ask. like, here's $200,000 for a job, that's a ton of money. But I'm talking about for this situation. You need yeah. to give secrets to an enemy during wartime and there's a lot of danger involved that doesn't seem reasonable like it definitely. sounds like he lowballed it a lot and they were like yeah man <laughs> yeah. Oh, sh- yeah. sure bro <laughs> <laughs> I, I would steal I was like, do, like do you think two hundred thousand dollars is too much and they were like 
it's fine. Like they meet. You're in really a back twisting room, my like, arm here, but uh, idiot. <laughs> we fucking scored big time. Right. Get the monopoly money. Get the right. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know. That's just it's a whole thing. Sounds ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Walker also once came out and said that Kmart has better security than the U.S. Navy during that time. Hmm. So that's why this was like so easy for him to fucking do this. Granted, I don't know how fucking credible that is coming from a, a U.S. spy, but... Right. What secrets is Kmart holding? 